Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the What Culture Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Taylor, for joined by Ewan Patterson. Hello there. And Ash Millman. Hello. And we're going to talk about all things Elder Scrolls 6 because it's definitely a ways off, but it seems to be one of the only things that might be able to resurrect or save Bethesda's current situation, reputation-wise, business-wise, all the different wise things. What do you guys think of Elder Scrolls in general, and are you looking forward to 6 after the madness that was Fallout 76? Uh, yes. yes. Good. Holding out faith. Honestly, I think Fallout 76 was a misstep. So because there's, <laughs> the logic uh. is that because they have made a terrible mistake and done something that they should not have done, <laughs> that they get, they will now go, whoa, let's take it back to the things that we know are going to work, we know mm. are going to be amazing, and do it for... Elder Scrolls 6. Did you play Elder Scrolls Online very much? I've dabbled in it. I haven't okay. played it like extensively. Mm-hmm. So the cool little CGI films that did, they were nice. Yeah. They were, they were cool. cool. They were good. Because I was kind of curious, I mean, in t- I know it wasn't Bethesda, I know it was uh, Xenomax that did Scrolls Online, but you'd assume that because Scrolls Online finally managed to save itself a bit, had a bit of a weird launch, mm-hmm. and then came back again, if 76 had gone a, bit, a, a different direction, then maybe we might have seen something else more in that vein for a full-on next installment. Yeah, and the mm-hmm. weird thing is, because I have always preferred Elder Scrolls to Fallout, that's just mm-hmm. kind of how I am Um, but I always like the idea of potentially having an Elder Scrolls on the horizon where you could hop into the world that someone else is role playing in so Mm. you could like go and see how their world Mm. differ to yours just like a temporary kind of how it was like in the Fable games where you could hop into someone else's world and just screw around for Mm -hmm. a bit I'm not really a fan of like any sort of multiplayer focus Bethesda game because again that's why I didn't check out 76 mm. and presumably they're not going to do it for, for uh, Elder Scrolls 6 either because you know the sex just did yeah, things and it was a bad thing <laughs> I don't want the bad thing to happen again mm. so I would I, I don't want them to be put off the concept of online forever because mm. I would quite like to you know hop into someone else's world and be like oh you did th- that's a bit bad isn't it and then just come back to mine <laughs> look how cool my place is yeah. and then you know cool do that but yeah, huh. giant building thing because yeah. I mean the, it, the Skyrim's like extra DLC had that stuff like there's a half fire where you could build your own houses and stuff half and stone, stone is, is, is the half game. training see uh, yeah. I always get those confused as well like, oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's half fire half um, the half 
There is a hearth. You can yeah. make a hearth. You can, you know, do whatever yeah. you want yeah. with a hearth. And um, yeah, in Skyrim, they seem to go down that sort of more survival route and like living in the world. And I wonder how much that's the natural extension of where the franchise was going anyway. Mm-hmm. Like you think about one of the things that Excel, like Elder Scrolls excels in letting you choose all these different ways that you want to play, all these different professions that you can have. Mm-hmm. Um, what I don't know, like, what do you guys think in terms of like, do they take any influence from something like The Witcher that's more like focused on the combat side of it or a specific role that you need to play? The thing is, for Skyrim, mm. I did not bother with the story at all. I had one playthrough yeah. where I had the whole thing where I was like, no, I, <laughs> like I had like one playthrough where I was like, okay, I'm going to be the dragonborn. I'm going to do all this stuff. Mm. But pretty much every other time that I played Skyrim and the save that I had the most hours on, mm. I was just making my own little story in my head, doing yeah. my own little nerd stuff, you know, being like, oh, I'm, I'm this this elf that's come over from yonder and now I'm going to be yonder. a va- and now I'm going to be a vampire hunter with the dawn guard. Ain't yeah. that fascinating? Uh-huh. Oh, and then that kind of the whole role playing aspect is what really draws me in those games. Cool. I know it's a bit silly, but whatever. Um, no, that's my point. Yeah. I think that they offer so much down that route that you don't yeah. even really need a story. So if they're going Maybe. to improve on anything, I will say that the combat needs sorting because it's there's nothing more weird than playing Skyrim and using a sword or whatever and then, and then just hacking <laughs> against this guy. It's just, well, this is doing damage apparently. I can hear... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can hear uh, some slashing noises but he's, he's, his limbs are there. Everyone's so, animations just keep like, going. And the, yeah. the yeah. games have... I think they're like 16 or 18 rated anyway. So why don't I just yeah. go all in and just have dismemberment like Fallout does? Yeah. I mean, it's not... It's, well, yeah. they did Satisfy my bloodlust. You did have in Skyrim, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, they did the cool well, they things they could do, yeah. like critical hits yeah. and chop people's heads off, which was good. More of that would be good, because yeah. you can upgrade the blood levels and stuff nice. for some of the mods. Um, but yeah, more of that would be good. I think everyone's dream would be Elder Scrolls CD Projekt Red style, but we yes. aren't going to get that. So thing. that's the thing. I mean, I, yeah, I wonder what their split's going to be in terms of like, you know, defined story focus versus just playing fully into the things that they've teased, the more survivable elements or the idea of, you know, the, the side stuff being the big draw. Yeah, it's really silly because again, for Skyrim, I've just proven everyone here how much of a, a sad nerd I am, but I really got into like the, uh, the, what, the, the, the medicine thing, what's it called? The po- medicine thing. The medicine stuff, you could create your own medicine. Oh, you create your uh, own poisons. Alchemy. Alchemy. Well, I really yeah. got into the alchemy of things. I was yeah. like, oh, I'm a guy who, who's from yonder and, and, I, and, I, and I hunt <laughs> vampires and I also make my own poison arrows. How cool is See, that? that? So like, that would be really cool. But then again, the whole, yeah, the whole, there were different elements of the combat as well that are really frustrating. Yeah. I always think with any open world game, they always have a problem trying to design like a story with propulsion, but also one, like, you know, something that has enough of a gap for you to go off mm. and do whatever you want. Like for the, one of the biggest examples in that regard for me is always Mass Effect Three because it's like, yeah. hey, the Earth is literally burning. Like you have no time to go do side <laughs> stuff. You need yeah. to go save the Earth. Um, whereas like Scrolls, it was just like dragon invasions happening, and you can get around to it whenever you, you want. Can check it out if you want. You can check it out if you want. No you pressure. Know, go <laughs> high Hrothgar and all that kind of thing. Um, so there are like some things that are, are confirmed for Elder Scrolls Six. Like the vast majority. Is just kind of up in the air because obviously they're still putting it together um, but Todd Howard said that they will still be using the same engine that Fallout 76 and Skyrim were on um, which the yeah the creation still. engine um, and so he said that one of the reasons that they wanted to keep it is that the, the modders are obviously very comfortable with it and they like using it as well um, that's yeah. just actually just crap though isn't it a little bit <laughs> it's a little bit we're crappy not, we're not going to create a new engine because our community will make a better one for that's us that's, 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 and there, was, yeah. there, were, there were mods that came out after both Skyrim and Fallout 4 which mm. like we've fixed the bugs so yeah. Like the, it, it, it's it's a point where I think Bethesda are running out of goodwill, and Maybe. I'm not saying that you know that they are their own studio; they don't have to like change their, their mm. engine or whatever. But there comes a point where innovation has to be, you know, it has to yeah. come. Yeah. And I think everyone, even the most ardent of like Elder Scrolls fans or Fallout fans, are probably a little bit. 
bored by the whole mm. engine. Like it, it, it's yeah. had its uses and yeah. it's definitely versatile. But I think we were. It's high time that if we're going to have an Elder Scrolls game that is on the next gen, if it is going to be on the next gen, mm-hmm. yeah. then it well, should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we should be able to enjoy it without the crappy bugs, because mm-hmm. well, you know, <laughs> just a, a whole new experience with a different engine would just be nice. Something mm. new to learn, something new to see for for modders as well. I imagine, as I am not a modder, it's still nice learning new things and being able to mess with something new, especially if it comes with a load of upgrades and it needs like a graphical overhaul for like faces and yeah, stuff. yeah. Like, well, in terms of like facial animation, I mean, you know, like Bethesda and especially the Scroll series is like one of the premier RPG franchises. Yeah. And yet you look at—I mean, I, I think Skyrim's aged pretty well, especially the yeah. HD re-release, yeah. like, especially on the on the texture level and everything. But it's like if you're going to have a game that's centered around different interactions with, like, you know, different races and mm. humans and all that kind of thing, then that should have the best facial animation. It should have mm. the best cloth physics. Not just or, an yeah. Argonian going, yeah, getting catapulted into the clouds because you touched some guy too close. I love how that happened every single time I ran into a giant. It was always like, oh, ninety feet in the air. So, yeah, good. That's another. That's another topic. Just quickly, is how much do you think the the jank and the bugs? Is the part jank. totally the, the but the full on hashtag Gook. jank is part of the Elder Scrolls appeal, or do you think how much of it is part of? Because uh, a lot of people go ah Bethesda, you little scamp. So it's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's other game worlds. Oh, falling you apart. Bethesda. Yeah, <laughs> that was me for so long. Right. I think I agree. Mm. I was both like oh the bugs, it's part of the charm. You mm. know you're gonna get it. But like after Fallout seventy six and like actually investing in playing that a bit, I was like <laughs> no. Yeah. Like, I'm just like it's it's one too many now. Like it's just taking the the. Immersion? I don't know what the word for for piss is that I can say. (laughs) You could say piss. You could have said peanuts. You could have said pizzazz. Piss is fine, isn't it? Piss, piss, fine. We'll find out. Um, But yeah, I mean, that's the thing is, are we at a state now where the vast majority of games, especially in the AAA space, are so polished, the likes of God of War, Spider-Man, Monster Hunter, Mm. whatever, they come with an an assumed level of polish that Mm -hmm. Bethesda never really seemed to prioritize. Mm. Um, And that was something that, like you said, the the modders kind of pick up the slack. Um, And I wonder how much they, I don't know, they just don't seem to allocate their funds to you know, go over and over yeah. something on a quality testing level. They're like, we'll put it out, and the mod community will fix it. And obviously, they've never li- literally said that, but that's that how it feels. Happens. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, it's kind of something like that where I, I don't know. I kind of wonder as to, as to what kind of state Elder Scrolls Six is going to be in because they could really do with an overhaul. I just really hope. So obviously, Starfield's got to come first, which yes. I assume we'll get to. But that's also well. Actually, that's a great pivot because that also is using yeah. the same engine again. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well? Yep. See, this is this is a problem. But I feel like at, <coughs> at least. Oh, there's two parts to this, because it's like, Starfield is a whole new IP. It should be, like, really amazing. It should be something brand new. It should bring all these things together that we haven't seen before from a Mm. Bethesda title. But also, the nerd, like, for Elder Scrolls in me is going, just use it as, like, a testing ground. Just use it. (laughs) Try all your mistakes. It's not as important. Yeah, make that a horrible mistake. That can be the lamb to sacrifice. And then come back and learn everything from it and put it good into Mm -hmm. the Elder Scrolls. But I I, I don't know. I'm excited for Starfield as well, because all the things that it's supposed to link into. I want to be, but I think my, my base problem with Bethesda is on that sheer technical level. Level where I just don't, Trust I don't, them. they haven't done a polished game yeah. ever. And like, yeah, well, not like in like a full, if you compare, <laughs> if you think of something like, like I said, like a God of War or Spider-Man, the level of polish that goes into those games and Overwatch or mm. whatever, um, even something like Apex Legends, like Bethesda just don't prioritize that stuff during development. Mm. Um, and so like, I don't have, like I look at something like the Outer Worlds, like Obsidian's new one, yeah. and that's nigh on them, like, you know, satisfying the Fallout crowd and the potential Starfield crowd all mm. at once. Um, and I'm like, how can the hell Bethesda even come up against that? Yeah, I mean, there's the weird thing with Bethesda as well is that it's not only just like the quirky books that we associate mm. with mm. them, like if you recall Fallout uh, not Fallout um, Skyrim mm-hmm. was unplayable on the PlayStation 3 for god knows how like long months, like it yeah. shipped unplayable and that was just like that 
fine. You know, <laughs> whatever. To quickly but, describe yeah. that bug, uh, apparently if you, whenever you saved on the PS3 version, it made the file expand. It kept, make, kept making the save file bigger and bigger until the game just bricked and wouldn't. Yeah, it's like the frame rate would like stagger really yeah. badly as well. It's a, it's, it's a really, it's a really frustrating thing. I don't want to get bogged down on like the the buggy side of mm. it too much because there is so much. Obviously, we all love the series, yeah. otherwise we wouldn't be talking about mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there are there are certain things I want to say. I kind of want the sneaking mechanic to change because I remember in Skyrim mm-hmm. you could just sneak and then you got to the point where you were such a high level sneaker. I could literally do this. And you would not see it. It would be like the worst thing ever. Mm. So if they could change that. I do think stealth yeah. could do with like an overhaul. Like mm. uh, one of the only RPGs that has like as much, uh, like a massive sense of scope that did stealth well, I thought was Kingdoms of Amula. I don't know if you guys played that. I've seen Oh, Amula. Yeah. Amula, Amula, whatever. Amula, And uh, in that one, you know, if you specialized in stealth, you're literally, you've got a good crouching animation, you're kind of doing dodge rolls, and you're doing like specific crits if you sneak mm. up on people. And I know Scrolls has that, but it's always been this weird, arbitrary like approach to it where yeah. it's so never broken really as well. Because look, you, when when you do stealth, you limit yourself to some mm. different combat encounters. So you'll just be there and you get the bonus damage as well. And like when you get really good bows, it's literally like you just sneak and then you can just go and then you get them. <laughs> and it's kind of like I enjoy playing stealthily. So mm. when I get that, it kind of robs me of the challenge. Like mm. I would like the the AI to be a little bit more clever. I know it, the, these games are so massive, so something yes. has to give. Yeah. But I think when, the, when you re- rely so heavily on combat, every different tree in mm. that skill tree, mm. the tree of life, yes. should be taken into account. I think that's, I that's a, a good point as well because we mentioned combat before but I wonder because um, you know you think of Skyrim you think of scrolls as combat it's very flail heavy it's very like this animation is going to play out <laughs> yeah. regardless of anything like you can block but it doesn't really for me it never felt like especially like tactile yeah. or whatever and I wonder in a, a post Dark Souls boom world mm. do they have to go back mm. to the foundations and, and you know make like a whole new combat Ooh, system wait mm. do you mean like make it more difficult or make it more realistic kind of kind of both because um, Dark Souls yeah. had its problem as well didn't it with combat I think it was three that had the uh, like the flippy enemy thing where they just lock onto you yeah. so that had some combat maybe yeah, For this, Honor yeah. would be a good place to look at a basis for I think totally the, the, the point that I want is that I know that in Skyrim you had different scythe weapons so you had your heavy attacks mm. where you couldn't mm. do light stuff and you had if you had a light weapon you could have a shield or you could dual wield or whatever mm-hmm. um, that all needs to be fleshed out but in like a game like For Honor each enemy kind of has its own unique thing whenever you get into a fight it's less mm. I'm just going <laughs> and actually like taking my time to yes. look at when they're going to attack when yeah. I have to parry when I have to dodge mm-hmm. and a game like Skyrim which is you know swords and shields it should have an element of you know genuine challenge to the combat apart from oh gotta guzzle down these 40 cheese wheels well, to escape these <laughs> like it's, you know what I mean yeah, so, yeah, like, and yeah. it's like it's worth talking about the inventory stuff as well because I, I went back through Skyrim when I got the definitive edition and like just randomly picked a direction went off and went down into some cave and came up against like, this big like fire demon thing like a fire summon elemental whatever you call yeah, it yeah. Um, and it was just it just did so much damage it was in like two hits I was just dead and I was forever just like excuse me pausing scrolling down and then just finding like potion take that back to gameplay attack once get hit half my life goes down pause back to the potion just the most weirdly obtuse way of like kind of healing and I think it could do with like an inventory overhaul as well Um, yeah yeah, stuff like that I think they should take away the like pause time thing on the inventory menus Mm. like just when you when you're in combat like it should be I think all games should have it though where it's not it's it's still a live game when you've got an inventory up because you wouldn't just go into battle go hang on yeah give me a sec let me have my potion let me get my cheese wheels out (laughs) I think let me poison my sword for a few minutes it was just such a a weird way for them to go like I mean obviously like 76 got rid of the idea of pausing for VATS altogether Um, and I remember in Skyrim like back at launch it was like a weird little secret shared amongst people that you could hotkey the direction oh the quick menu yeah Yeah. it's like hey if you hold left when you're in the menu you'll assign it to like left or right but But even you're still pausing the game in combat when you go into those quick assigned things Mm -hmm. like if you 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 press up on the d-pad or whatever you equip your shield Mm -hmm. or you know it's still it's still very 
you know, clunky, yeah, yeah, it's clunky. lacks rhythm and it's very frustrating. That's the thing that like is a double-edged sword, I guess, for Bethesda because that clunk is almost what yeah. makes them identifiable. Mm. It's like, oh, it's a Bethesda RPG. It's going to be like, you know, <laughs> uh, like... Well, clunk and bugs. I, just, I mean, <laughs> I honestly, that's the thing that I think of, though. Yeah. I think back on Skyrim, I think of the glitches that got everywhere. Yeah. Like, I think of, you know, the giants launching sheep mm-hmm. across the landscape <laughs> or whatever it was. Um, and I wonder, like, how much they have to do with the foundations to get away yeah, from Yeah, but the daft thing is, even with all those glitches, I was ne- there was never a point in Skyrim where I wasn't completely completely engrossed in the mm, mythology yeah. of the world. Like I was constantly coming back and being like, yeah, this is where I live now. This yeah, is pretty good. Yeah. I've come from yonder. I now live in Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> you know Even what with I mean? like a dragon, like glitching yeah. halfway through a mountain. Yeah. Like, ah, ah yes. what a um. sight. <laughs> do you guys think you noticed that stuff as much back then? Because I don't think that I did. I think it's no. just that as the industry's got more, like, I don't know, tech focused 4K, yeah. like, you know, yeah. polished products. We look back on it and we're like, man, that dragon's flying backwards. But I didn't even care there when was, I was like, yeah, there was, the there was never a point in Skyrim where I felt as though the glitches impeded my enjoyment mm. or made me kind of take a take a step back and look and go oh god this is really annoying mm-hmm. because yeah like there was the element of charm to it as well but there was never a, a point in it where i was just like oh this is just stupid because yeah. i could deal with it because you have to reconcile with the expansive nature of the game like it was it's so huge mm-hmm. and not only is it so huge there is stuff in there that mm-hmm. you'll keep on finding hundreds and hundreds of hours into your get yeah. into your game. and i know those quests are repetitive in certain you know ways yeah but i guess Is that the price we have to pay for a Bethesda Elder Scrolls game? Does It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash WCG. Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Does the expanse necessitate some of the old... 
buggy bug bug. Yeah, for the longest time, that was the trade-off. It yeah. was like, well, we've got this massive, like, you know, potentially, because like, there's so many, like, clock, there's so many cogs moving at any mm. given time when you're moving through an Elder Scrolls world. And that was always the assumption was like, well, if you want this level of freedom and exploration and everything, mm. then it has to be this buggy. And then The Witcher 3 came along and said, actually, no, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. And we can just, like, we can have a polished open world. I mean, Witcher 3 had a, a pretty rough launch, like, in terms of, um, there, there was, there's so many patches applied to yeah. that game, like, yeah. over, the, over time. Um, but I think CDPR, like, proved that you could do something that big um, with a different level of polish and mm. a different level of like you know graphical quality or whatever that doesn't really feel to be that it's in uh, scrolls um, so another thing that's kind of confirmed uh, me and Ash did a video back when the scrolls teaser first came out uh, where we try to pick out where it's going to take place yeah. and it's now been confirmed now that it's Hammerfell just because the evidence points to it yeah. so blatantly um, so you've got like these, there's these three outcrops of land on the shoreline that match up with where the map is if you look at Tamriel mm. um, and there's a big old crater in the ground um, which would assumedly be the crater left behind by uh, had the dude's name uh, Azra Nightwielder who was a mage who blew some stuff yeah. up and left a big old crater in the ground Was it near Breton the High Rock as well or is it just yeah. near Hammer? High yeah. Rock and Hammerfell oh, cool. yeah, so we... across the sea Oh sweet yeah so that's really cool because like I, I remember like playing Skyrim and being really fascinated mm. by the uh, the Hammerfell um, the pirates yes. yeah, I thought yeah, that yeah. was really interesting there was a whole element at play there um, I would love to see how if this is going to pick up on the threads left behind by Skyrim because I know with each Elder Scrolls game they've kind of really you know jumped in different mm. eras mm -hmm. I was really intrigued by the whole political context of like the the Elberry Dominion and that mm. the elves invading everywhere so if we could get more of that in well, that scenario yes. that'd be really cool yeah I, I, there was um, it kind of escapes me a little bit I don't know how much you remember your um, your factional warfare of Scrolls land Ooh. of Tamriel um, but I remember when we first did that video it was the assumption that they could continue the sort of you know in Skyrim you pick either Stormcloaks or Imperials mm -hmm. and then like that sort of dominates the way that the story plays out in the background yeah. uh, or in terms of uh, you know the way that the world changes kind of thing and it's like that's one of the most beloved parts of Skyrim is that's that's something they could maybe like tap back into. Mm. Um, so I wonder about that. Yeah, stuff. because uh, the it actually mentioned it in that quest when you go to Whiterun, um, you have the barmaid at the local uh, the local keep, mm. and uh, it turns <laughs> out that she's actually a Redguard fugitive. And then you yeah. have the Redguard agents come there, and she's like, "Oh, you got to help me! You got to help me!" And then they actually tell you that she sold out. Um, Hammerfell mm. to the Aldmeri Dominion mm. so there is a whole element there maybe you, you could either choose to side with the Aldmeri Dominion yeah. or potentially lead a resistance against them that'd be a thing I think from something I read or someone maybe someone contributed to the website either mm. way um, there was this whole piece about the Aldmeri Dominion and the Red Guards and how that had kind of played out and mm. how um, if we had a future game there's this whole people called Akaviri who aren't in Tamriel but they are still in Nern so oh my god something like bring it they're like bring it on <laughs> from the uh, so they're from like other isles basically yes. um, so still in this planet but they're not in the key area of Tamriel which we've seen so far which is played out in the Elder Scrolls Online mm -hmm. and the Akaviri coming over which is all the weird tiger people and the right. monkeys and everything like that all the people like animals um, they could have a war and it starts with Red Guards um, and Hammerfell and High Rock mm -hmm. and like basically it's about this invading force from whichever area it comes from from yonder so from yes. yonder so invading force from yonder that the red guards then have to prove themselves and become the survivors again and like they can uh, overtake them kill them off like be like hey no this is Tamriel stay away um, in the way that the old Miri Dominion Interesting. Like, didn't manage to is there a before. defined way that has to play out based on the no, law? No, it's yet. just basically um, there's a tiny piece of law 
in one of the temples where someone talks about the Akaviri and and there being a sign that they could attack again. Okay. Because it's like, um, and the whole piece, the whole piece of Skyrim is actually a build-up of one of the prophecies or something. I need to have the proper <laughs> law written down for this. Someone's written about scrolls before. Who needs law when you have the lusty Argodian maid? <laughs> you brought up the what's the lusty Argodian oh, maid? Mate, I it's, don't... it's just Elder Scrolls smut. You don't okay. want to go there. Josh Brown will educate. <laughs> um, I've heard vague things about this maid. On on the topic of Hammerfell, yes. Um, because they're all well, there are a lot of pirates there. Yeah. yeah. What about naval combat or sea combat? Oh, like, like because oh, like not 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 in the own. not in the case of hashtag skull and bones, but maybe <laughs> like we get to like. I would quite like the element of like vehicle gameplay because we always have the horses and you know they have that one generic animation where yeah. it's literally like oh, Barbie God. horse girl and Lego um, horse yeah, yeah but I would quite like the idea of being able to hop in a boat and maybe go around and make it that it's not all fast travel because we could at the end of Skyrim and the DLC for Dragonborn you could actually ride around on dragons yes yeah. so even if it is kind of janky and buggy I would really quite <laughs> like the idea of like maybe if you wanted obviously because no one has an assigned role in, in the Elder Scrolls universe mm -hmm. maybe if you wanted to be a pirate in Hammerfell you get your own uh, pirate yeah. ship and you mm. can rob people and do all that sort of thing but obviously that is asking a lot and again the whole expansive thing but if it, in theory if there are multiple different realms at play you should be able to yeah you need a, a way That'll to get back and forth between them yeah I yeah. think just literally because there's that, that expansive sea between um, Hammerfell and Hierarch you mm. could literally just have like this like whole channel wars thing if you Ooh. wanted where like the boats could be in there and yeah. you could do things in this really set piece of map so mm -hmm. it's not particularly oh my god you, you, you have all the sea to go yeah. through the monsters <laughs> yeah. but literally this one little bit that would be so cool like, what I, I loved um, the teaser because when the teaser first came out you've got like the camera like panning down through like, that middle channel like, you've yeah. got Hammerfell on the left High Rock on the right and everyone was kind of like deciding one of the two um, and if you you know it, it pans more to the left so yeah, assuming yeah, it's going to be Hammerfell um, but what if it is actually that entire expanse and you actually get both and it then should that be. could be a way to do it it should be because we've had da like Daggerfall which has already already mm. been through basically both those places more so High Rock mm -hmm. um, because it, and it's that whole regenerating open world like uh, procedural Generation, you know what I'm trying yeah. to say. Yes. Yeah, it keeps coming. Oh, yeah, Daggerfall's like the biggest yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, well, it keeps coming no matter where you go. Um, but this <laughs> one, if it was actually like all design laid out properly and was kind of revisiting the themes of Daggerfall whilst mm. advancing them forward in like modern lore, as modern as you can get in medieval mm. fantasy mm -hmm. fiction, but um, that would be good. My train of thought has. Yeah, they seem to tease like that general yeah. sort of area and we've already discussed like some little lore things that they can pull I was going to say I'm expanding on the lore because mm. I know a lot of people when they played Skyrim they're a big fan of the College of Winterhold with all the yes. majory yeah. stuff I and I, I'm, correct me if I'm wrong I think High Rock is the place where the Bretons are and they, they're kind of synonymous with magic so, yeah. Yeah. so maybe we could have like some sort of like not Harry Potter-esque shenanigans because <laughs> you know read a different book hashtag 2019 <laughs> but also maybe we could have some more magical bants in High Rock mm. Yeah, it's high rock. Isn't well, the, it? um, I'm pretty sure, but yeah. I think that there's also like an area of people who are less magically inclined. I think red gods. Yeah, are yeah, they? yeah. they're not. They're in Hammerfell, yeah. aren't they? I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. 2011 was yeah. so Jeez. long. It was. It was. Yeah. It was so. But um, long. Oh, no. yeah, the College of Winterhold is like is held up as one yeah. of the best sort of side strands kind mm. of thing, and a lot of people even because I it makes me think of Harry Potter. I don't even, I don't yeah. even like Harry Potter. <laughs> but the um, the College of Winterhold that yeah. always made me think of like you know the whole wizarding school and yeah. you're getting used to mages and different spells and that that was a hell 
another a substantial amount of things like story that and to like get the, the the side quests in Skyrim are honestly one of the most like interesting narratives yeah. they had. Both the Thieves Guild and the Dark Brotherhood one are Dark really cool. Yeah, and Brotherhood. the Dark Brotherhood one <laughs> terrified me because you can actually encounter the jest the jester in mm. like the so if you go along you can see him and he's like his carriage is broken down or something yeah. and you can either choose to help him or um, turn him in. If you Mate. help him, you come back to that place later in the game. The family that are at that stead are all dead. Mm -hmm. But if you uh, imprison him, he has a unique dialogue with you Mate. where like when you actually join the Dark Brotherhood, he'll be like, oh, you sold me out and stuff. And like, kind of, I yeah. love that kind of the idea of like there being so many different threads. And if they can work the Thieves Guild and the Old Mary Dominion or maybe even new guilds and mm. factions into this one, no, that'd be no, really cool. No. <laughs> Only the Dark Brotherhood. People, no. damn it. I do not want new guilds. I want it to be Thieves Guild, Dark Brotherhood, mage mages and Fighters Guild. That's it. That's all they need. And <laughs> even, even the vampires and werewolves can come back and everything. The Dawn like, Guard was so cool. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, but I think those those four guilds are what makes Elder Scrolls yeah. okay. like, completely. I think that's where the founding of this whole experience is, is in those four guilds and mm. like their lore and the way that they pan out and the way you can go back in time and see how they started. The Grey Fox, like all that sort of thing. Like, <laughs> that's where it, they need, it needs to stay with those. If a new one comes along, fair enough, but those need to stay there. I, I guess you can do what? No, carry on, carry I on. I think you can do like potentially more with them as opposed mm. to you know bringing more in because I mean the whole factional side of open worlds is kind of the way the Bethesda have gone mm. like in Fallout 4 you're picking between loads of different people the Minutemen the Brotherhood of Steel yeah. or whatever and that's in 76 as well and so well, yeah, this is again going back into my nerd my sad nerdery do it I hated what culture I gaming I absolutely hated when I came across playthroughs online where people were playing as all the different guilds in one playthrough it's like Good. that makes no sense why would someone who is a part <laughs> of the companions then be a part of the Dark Brotherhood at the same time literally. and like you literally walk around Skyrim and they're like oh I've got my eye on you because he thinks you're a thief and then also it's like oh you're here to help are you you're a companion yeah. it's like that makes no sense just start a new playthrough just to break Keep every authentic. single yeah. thing that they've set up yeah, yeah. I did do that I did yeah. play as all of them but just for the advantage of running around like, oh am I going to kill you I'm going to help you I don't know like, even that, that, like, that that's the thing because it's yeah. like that level of it's not necessarily jank because it's mm. they, you know, they let you do it but it's yeah. like hashtag jank is like hold on jank is, jank is not, a, not a, that's not me that's a giant bomb word yeah yeah um, it's just the, this podcast overall jank um, but that's the thing if they took that away mm -hmm. like you know we're having so much fun talking about it yeah. it's like is that that approach to playing something that it needs to stay like yeah. I wonder how yeah. much they yeah, need yeah absolutely yeah, I yeah, think no. it, yeah. okay. um, we can end on just general sort of what stuff you'd like to see because what, what's the one thing you think would get you back in is it the region is it the combat oh I'm back in yeah, I'm, more, I'm, like, I'm, I'm back in yeah, okay. I'm already in yeah. like, the, are, the yes. hook is there and I'm oh, like getting gummed on we're right definitely now. in it's really but um, I guess for me the main thing is the combat I don't want them to do a Dark Souls but I do want them to refine the animations style I like how mainstream and accessible just flailing around with your big old great sword is mm. um, but I do think it needs more to it like a more specific dodge roll and blocking and whatever I hate that you have to unlock the dodge yeah, roll yeah I have one thing that I definitely don't want to be in there Go and on. that is the presence of a voice actor for the main protagonist Ooh, I really yeah. thought that in Fallout 4 when you were given an assigned voice yep. and an assigned story that completely ruined the whole the whole appeal of these games is yeah. to go in and do your own thing and get yeah. lost in it if I'm assigned a character and like fair enough have your main quest have your big overarching save the world story that's fine mm -hmm. just don't force me to play it and don't yeah. force me to embody a, a voice that isn't yeah. mine mm -hmm. so yeah no you yeah. make that's a that's a phenomenal point because mm -hmm. that was one of the most hated things about Fallout 4 was mm -hmm. that you I mean even on the dialogue side you just had the word sarcasm yeah. or whatever and it was oh like, god that whole, yeah, that whole, that that whole yeah, thing yeah. Um, and then one of the first mods for that game was typing out what the responses were going to be so you knew what you were going to say yeah. um, and yeah they, they 
tried to inject, again, Mass Effect 3 did as well. It was like, let's give Commander Shepard a bit of a backstory and he's all sad about a dead child or whatever. And I was like, if you're playing my Commander Shepard as a complete monster, I ain't going to care about some dead child. Mm-hmm. I'm going to kill more children and carry on and fight the Reapers. And what so, about the younglings? What about the younglings is my point. <laughs> and so I think if the more you kind of try and inject some story mm-hmm. into it, the more it fundamentally breaks what the genre can offer. Yeah. Um, so that's a hell of a thing. And hopefully they've learned considering the backlash to four to never do that again. Yeah. Ash, what would you like to see? I'd really like to see, I would really like to see, um, personally, I'd like to see more of the uh, actual homelands of the races we've got in there, but I don't think that's going to happen because we do get that in Elder Scrolls Online. Mm -hmm. I'd also like to see again, different races that we haven't seen before, encountered before. The monkey people. Yeah, or yeah. The, the tiger, serpent people. Even if it's just the Dwemer from, like, underground. Oh, yes. That would be wonderful, because that's been seeded so hard in this, like, world. <laughs> I liked all the, the, the names they have. The Altma, the yeah. Dwemer. Yeah. <laughs> They're so cool. The, Dwemer, the Bosma. Uh, yeah. What's the, um, what's the place when you go underground in Skyrim and the, the whole clockwork scene? Yeah, that's, 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 the, yeah, that's, that's the, the Dwemer. The Dwemer. Dwemer. Because Dwemer. 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 Yeah. Dwemer. Um, I'm sure when you read about them, it was that, like, you know, they had this kind of prosperous place yeah. or whatever and then yeah. something happened it's a big mystery them. is the right. thing like it's like they've all disappeared and they've left all these animatronics and anim- and like steam powered automatons no one should randomly burst out the word automatons unless they're completely prepared <laughs> to say such things but I think that yeah I mean there's enough even there to be like yeah. you can kind of pick and prod at it I want that I also want Go on. because we were talking about factions I also really would like um, factions to be interwoven with the main storyline and you pick like a faction that yes. ends up being the overarching oh, like conclusion mm. to Story. One of the best mods for the definitive edition of Skyrim is, uh, I forget what it's called, but it lets you start as uh, one of like 10 different characters. Yeah, so you like, can like just the start. Mod. Yeah, 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 so you yeah. just start, you can start as like a barman or you can just oh, start. Oh, so you as... can literally do my sad thing, but it's actually got the yeah, sad stuff made, laid yeah, out yeah. for you. Brilliant. It's kind of like how <laughs> to make your own. News. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, it's oh, great. Yeah. yeah, and like yeah, loads of people wrote loads of new dialogue for it. Um, yeah. You've yeah. got to play an Xbox One because the PS4 doesn't support external assets. But if yeah. you play an Xbox One version, mm-hmm. you can do all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Just make the role playing elements more role play, mm. and yeah. then you all. You, the, the, everyone loves the mythos as it is. It's probably yeah. one of the greatest gaming like worlds to inhabit. Yeah. Totally. You know, just let them. Let them do more of that, mm-hmm. and we will love it. I wonder, so, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I wonder how much if they just if they ditch a main story, like mm-hmm. you had all the stuff with Parthenax and the um, and the Greybeards and everything. If you ditch that, and we all just leap in, we get to pick what, whatever we start as, and we all get our own story, and there is no main story. Mm-hmm. That would be risky. That would be cool, <laughs> though. No, I think there should be yeah. a main story, but then you use the factions to further it. So, yeah. like, mm. uh, oh, if you're like a big assassin, then you've got to go and assassinate someone, or if you're the companion, you've got to go and fight. Right. Like the the big overarching mm-hmm. enemy, you've got to fight them. You go do this, you go do that and then lay out it's taking so long there is so many years that I'm expecting something fantastic and same. interwoven and narratively compelling especially if they're using the same creation system I want to see a narrative that's going to blow my socks off I no! <laughs> on the audio side Ash's mic has fallen apart oh no! yet again hold it in place it's fine because it's the end of the podcast anyway oh my god you got to fix it Major skill for now hey. <laughs> but yes let us know what you think down in the comments are you looking forward to Elder Scrolls 6 and how do you think it's going to go based on the fact that they're still using the goddamn creation engine God but for damn. now this is all the things that we know this has been the What Culture Gaming Podcast I've been your host Scott Tilford joined by Ewan Parson bye bye and Ash Millman goodbye I'll catch you next time bye 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 Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.